Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Insufficient right. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that was Klaus, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, who was telling you exactly what's going to happen next. And... If you haven't figured it out, the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, of communism stretching its hands out amongst the globe and trying to take over the world, trying to concentralize energy, power, food, resources, and eventually control people. And this is much deeper and bigger than you can ever imagine. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff tonight. I mean, we got, we're, we're video heavy tonight. We got a lot of stuff to play. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. And I, I'm hopefully going to put some things together. And I'm going to speculate. I'm, I'm warning you now. Warning you now. I'm going to speculate. I had a... I was on the Dark Delight show with Jim Price today. And fuck it. I'll just say it now. All right. Why not? Just jump into it. Because this kind of... Exc- it tingles me. I was like, really? oh my God, wait. Holy shit. Like, oh, wow. So do you remember the... Like, last week or something, Donald Trump released that video. And he's like, when I'm inaugurated... He didn't say when I'm elected. It's when I'm inaugurated. Uh-huh. And we were all like, you know, the speaker whole thing with situation with McCarthy and them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and Donald Trump could be speaker. And Matt Getz kind of hinted Donald J- John Trump, right? Yes. And I basically said, no, Donald Trump's working behind the scenes. He controls Congress. And one of the things that they put in as a point of control was a Jeffersonian motion, which means that one of those members of the Freedom Caucus can stand up and say, I withdraw my vote, Donald, and now I'm putting in Donald J. Trump, and they have to go back and deliberate over speaker again and puts Congress out of session. We're about to see some things, and, and there, there's some things going on here. I, I want to play another video for you real quick, and I'm going to get into this story as this unfolds, and I'm going to I'm going to try to align this correctly to kind of explain what I'm seeing. Because as I was talking yesterday, is we all know that there's a plan. There has to be a plan, okay? That that Trump isn't just walking around like, dude, you know going to come after you deep state and still alive for a reason, right? There has to be a plan in place. And we knew that the plan would come about at the point of highest vulnerability. This is how that firestorm event type of thing works is when the chaos ensues and becomes so critical. These are the points of vulnerability for both the globalist and the people. And this is when the best implementation of that plan is. We talked about it in December, 2020, how we're going to have drip, drip flood, how information is going to start coming out. And once it's unveiled or revealed, 
basically this is going to set the precedent in the narrative. Now, it's interesting because we thought that was going to happen in the midterms, but it really they didn't need to. All they needed to do was get control of Congress so they have control of investigations and finance budgetary reasons. Really, I think what we're seeing here is this information is going to start rolling out before the 2024 elections. And this is a good reason to think about this. Before the midterms, I talked about how Joe Biden was a massive liability for the Democrats. Now, we've already had one bill come out that was partisan, bipartisan. Okay, we're seeing Democrats support with the Republicans because I think that they're starting to see the truth, but also that they want to remove Joe Biden. Now, let's listen to uh, to uh, Representative Kennedy here and what he has to say. Okay, this is about the Joe Biden classified material. Well, I I just find all of this surreal. It's um, it's almost like watching a Quentin Tarantino movie. I suppose my first thought is that uh, all of this is yet one more example of why in Washington, D.C., if it were not for double standards, there wouldn't be any standards at all. Uh, I'm not surprised that the attorney general has appointed a special counsel. I'm not sure he had a choice. Um, The White House has tried, and the White House doesn't have enough hazmat suits to clean up this mess, aside from the obvious that uh, the Justice Department is investigating President Trump for something that President Biden himself may have done. There are a lot of other intriguing questions for the Inspector General. Number one, was there a Um, cover-up? The powers that be have known about all this since November 2nd. It's now the middle of January. Was there a cover-up? Who was involved? Number two, what's the role of the University of Pennsylvania uh, Biden Center in all of this? The, uh, the Penn Biden Center is not some normal Ivy League think tank. It was, we now know that it's in Washington, D.C. It was a hangout, a clubhouse for President Biden and his people before they were inaugurated. And allegedly, it is funded with tens of millions of dollars uh, from China. What, what's up with that? Um, number okay. three, what's so, the role of the... Now, we're seeing Senator Kennedy say some very interesting things there. They've known about the classified information of Joe Biden since November 2nd, and they didn't do anything with it till after the election, till the next year. Okay? This is one of the reasons why we did not see the arrest of Donald Trump previous to the election because of this specifically we're seeing senator kennedy come out there and say some things that many people didn't know is that well that we did know but we didn't know there was a direct connection he said what tens of millions of dollars funded the biden center in washington which was a hangout for biden cronies and the chinese exactly what we were been saying okay so we got that I want everybody I want everybody to see this one. Okay? This is Donald Trump's Truth Social feed. This was December 3rd, 2022 and Donald Trump retruthed this today. Now, if you can't see that, I flew in with This is a a Q post in the middle of the video. And Donald Trump retruthed this today. And it says specifically, sometimes you can't tell the public the truth. You must show them. Only then will people find the will to change. It had to be this way. 
this is not another four-year election. God wins. Let's listen to what Donald Trump says. Some of our great congressmen who we're going to introduce in a second, and I said to him, Congressman, what do you think? I can straighten it out fast. Should we just go in? No, sir. Let it simmer for a little while. Let people see what radical left Democrats will do to our country. All right. So, this brings me to what is the potential plan? We know Joe Biden's a liability. We know that the Democrats are probably going to turn on him at some point, right? Maybe they already have. Maybe they already have. I think that the next scandal you're going to see is Kamala Harris. I hope so, because I don't want her to be VP. I mean, president. Well, this is what I want people to see here. This is the trail. This is this is how you got to see this, okay? I think that another scandal is going to come about about uh, Kamala Harris very, very shortly. Okay? Or you could even have a, uh, you know, 25th Amendment on her because of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Congress is going to move to impeach Joe Biden as this investigation through Congress comes about and starts showing the complicity of what is happening here. And you got to remember, this isn't just Biden and classified documents. This is Biden, China, Hunter. This goes back to Ukraine. This goes back to the 2016 election. This is all interconnected. This is all going to begin to unravel. This is all going to begin to unravel. Now, Vince. Yep. If they impeach Joe Biden, let's say that it goes to the Senate. In the Senate, just because of the will of the people, the people are like, get rid of him. Okay. The Senate has to impeach him. And they remove Joe Biden from presidency. He steps down and retires. And let's say that there's a scandal on Kamala Harris and they either 25th Amendment her or just say that, Kamala, you're not going to be president. Who's next in line to be president? If not Kamala, McCarthy, right? That would be the Speaker of the House. Enter in the Jeffersonian motion. Oh, so now they need to get a new speaker. So now, let's say that they impeach Biden. He's stepping down. Kamala Harris is not going to be president, steps down. Speaker of the House is next in line. Matt Getz stands up and says, I remove my vote of president. I'm voting for Donald J. Trump as Speaker of the House. And no election, inauguration. Straight to inauguration. Now all the Republicans join in. They all say, okay, Donald J. Donald Don Trump is Speaker of the House. He gets Speaker of the House, immediately gets inaugurated as president. Who becomes Speaker of the House after that? Kevin McCarthy. I don't know. Kevin oh. McCarthy. Still retains really? Speaker of the House. Oh, snap. And Kamala actually is legitimately not an American citizen. So there's reason to be that she can't be president. Okay, good. Because she was born in Jamaica. Wow, I like that theory. I didn't think about that one. And I believe that the VP, people asking that, who would be the VP, it's the, um, it would be the Senate Majority Leader, I believe. So that would be Mitch really? McConnell. But what is there, isn't there a push right now to get rid of Mitch McConnell? Hey, put him next to Trump. He'll be gone in no time. I guarantee I, you. <laughs> like I said, this is speculation. I'm speculating on a theory here, okay? I just, I put this yeah, together today it. and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what if? What if that, holy shit? Because we could literally see by the end of 2023, these investigations coming about, we could see the impeachment, the removal of Kamala Harris. 
the Speaker of the House becoming the president for probably the first time in history of the United States of America. Don Donald J John Trump being basically Jeffersonian motion, standing up, getting involved, becoming president. Kevin McCarthy retained speakership. And here's the thing. Since it's over that two-year period of Joe Biden, the, the term limits no longer apply. So Donald Trump would actually have more than eight years as president which he said many times during his first term is that they should give me more time than just two terms. Yes. Interesting. Foreshadowing. I, My God. I, I, do, I don't know. But I think that this is a plausible scenario. Dude. Yes. I think it's a plausible scenario. It makes complete sense mm -hmm. as far as how the government operates. Um, now, this is to say that which, shit actually happens. Something's going to happen. That's all. Oh, that's all. Yeah, something's gonna be happening. <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about various different scenarios here tonight as well. Well, a lot of the okay. things of the World Economic Forum is meeting in Davos right now. Um, but let's let's talk about let's listen to what Cash Patel has to say because I think that Cash Patel is leading on to a lot more than um, is leading into um, a lot more than what he, he knows. He knows a lot more than what he's actually talking about here. Okay, I gotta pull up the video. Is loading. Man, the Gateway Pundit sucks at videos. Let's let this thing load. But what we want to see is that there is a scenario being developed here where the Republicans, the, the American First candidates, Donald Trump, has set up who are just have set up the Democrats. They've set them up. They they allowed them to steal the elections over and over and over again. They did this for a reason. They allowed them to sing. They allowed the birds to sing. Let's listen to Cash here. Discovering these documents and why. I mean, are these White House counsel lawyers? Are these like, you know, junior associates in the White House counsel's office? Are they Justice Department lawyers? I presume they're not FBI lawyers. And then they say, Cash, uh, we're, as soon as we found it, we reported it. Reported to whom? I guess to the Justice Department, <laughs> but what did the Justice Department's, uh, shall we say, policing arm, the FBI, do about it? In other words, why were they out there all of a sudden, two weeks before the election and since then? Why is this all of a sudden happening now? Who are these lawyers? And who, what is this reporting relationship? And my question is, that's a great point, Larry. Who are the lawyers? And, and, and do the lawyers themselves have security clearances that right. are active to access classified information? That's a whole separate question, especially if they're not from the White House Counsel's Office. And they shouldn't be from the White House Counsel's Office if it pertains to President Biden's personal residences regarding personal matters, especially an ongoing criminal matter. But I think you're going to learn the answer to those questions and others as this investigation unfolds, um, as the media does its job, because I don't believe this FBI and DOJ will. But I think you're going to find out that Joe Biden has many more places where uh, documents were improperly stored and the Justice Department had known for quite some time. Mm. And that information, as we now know, has been suppressed at least for two months. But I think it's going to go even further back. And the question I have is, why haven't they searched the other properties that Joe Biden's right. been talking about? Right. What everybody's overlooking is the timeline. These yeah. documents have been on the move for seven years. For seven years, classified information has been going from place to place to state to state, and no one has done anything about it, and no one knew anything about it. At least if you take Joe Biden at his word, he didn't know anything about it, which means his junior subordinates were the ones moving it around. Who are these people? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, look. So... 
start to understand what he just said there. And this, by the way, the headline there, classified documents found in third spot to Biden. Okay? Yes, dude. The, and go ahead. I do want to say, I predicted this yesterday. What I said, we're going to wake up tomorrow and they're going to say we found more documents and I made a joke about it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, yeah. Anyway, well, he makes it, a great point. In the, in the funny video from today, let's watch uh, Ducey. Let's listen to this one. This one's good. Okay. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway. Was in a locked garage. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but uh, as I said earlier this week, people know. I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately notified, and the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. Okay. Did you hear his little slip up there? He said, "There's more documents out there in other places." <laughs> And, and we're seeing this now. Now this was funny because you know, Ducey stands up and obviously he's he's trying to mess with them. What were you thinking, right? I, yeah. Did you see my Twitter post this morning on this? I don't think I did. So me and Jim Maybe were were playing did. with this. I said, unfortunately, the buyer of the Corvette, a Chinese citizen with connections to the CCP, who paid approximately $3 million for it, will not be receiving the vehicle after findings of classified documents in the glove box. <laughs> eBay has declined your transaction. It is no longer forbid. Oh, my goodness. But this goes directly into pay for play. This goes directly into... Yeah. Everything we've been seeing with Hillary Clinton, Obama, the utilization of classified documents being sent over to China, being sold off to China for money and power in exchange. So these people have sold out the United States of America. And this is one important thing to remember. These people, this is treason. If they can make this connection, that these documents were intentionally left at those locations. For instance, the Penn Center, which is the Joe Biden think tank in Washington, D.C., which was funded by $50 million of Chinese money. If they can make the connection that Chinese associates were there with full reign of that facility and that those documents were intentionally put there, as in they weren't there originally, but they were moved there specifically by the understaff of Joe Biden, you're going to see treason. You're going to yes. see you're going to see massive impeachment of Joe Biden. You're going to see the removal of Joe Biden. Hmm. This look, I, I get people. I'm not going to hold my breath for accountability either. OK, but here's the thing. You can't tell the people you have to show them. You have to understand how many people are waking up going. This isn't right. 
Now, here's the thing is you go out there and look at all the liberal pundits, right? What are they saying? Well, it this is have... go ahead. They're saying that it may have been planted by conservatives. They're saying all kinds of crazy stuff. Dude. It's really great. They're also know. saying that this is different than Donald Trump. Joe they Biden going against him a little bit. Right. Well, they're saying this is different than Donald Trump because Joe Biden um, had him in a locked location. Joe Biden only had a few documents. Oh. Joe Biden was complying with the federal authorities when they were found, other than Donald Trump, who wasn't. You want to know the big difference between Joe Biden and, and Trump on this matter? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump was president of the United States under the Presidential Records Act and declassify any document that he wishes. On September 12, 2020 and December 20th, 2020, all the documents that were in Mar-a-Lago were declassified by Donald Trump as through the process, through the DOJ, but all he has to do is wave his fucking hand over them. So the documents at Mar-a-Lago were declassified by Donald Trump. He can have them. Joe Biden was vice president when he obtained these documents. He does not have the authority to declassify these documents. He does not have the authority to take these documents outside of a skiff, outside of any type of place of storage that is not basically government sanctioned. Yeah, he can't even use a phone near those documents let alone take them out of there. Right. So there's a Jeez. big problem here. So he, he's able to get like briefing materials and these types of things at home and everything like that as vice president. But those documents must go back into secure locations. This is not, I'm wondering, I'm, and so we found out yesterday the ones at the Penn Center were what? Intelligence on China, Russia, and the Ukraine. All of us, and that was from 2014. Why all of a sudden is China and Russia teaming up to go into Ukraine? I wonder why. Oh, wow. All right. Here is also Republicans defend the participation in the World Economic Forum's annual Davos meeting. Anybody who thinks Daryl Issa would go anywhere in the world and not have America's back doesn't know him at all. Fuck you. That's what I say about this. You know, at least four Republican lawmakers are among the gaggle of oligarchs, politicians, and deep state actors that flocked out the Davos World Economic Forum annual meeting next week. The World Economic Forum has criticized for promoting anti-liberty and anti-human policies, including lockdowns, vaccine mandates, and transhumanism, as summarized by the slogan, Welcome to 2030, I own nothing, I have no privacy, and life has never been better. The Republican partici- participants listed on the to attend the event include Governor or Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, as well as representatives of California, Daryl Issa, Maria Salazar of Florida, Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin, the latter having recently been appointed as chair select on the committee to China. Um, Senator Republican Senator uh, James Reich of Idaho is also listed as an attendee, but the communications director informed Headline USA that he is not, in fact, attending the forum. Now, this is interesting because we have three states represented here, or four states represented. Firstly, Georgia, Kemp, California, Florida, Idaho. Now, what's interesting about those three states, California, Florida, and Idaho? Uh, I don't know. What's the connection here? What are their big markets? What do they do? What what is their biggest exports? I don't know. Farming. Oh, I don't know. I was guessing. Farming. Agriculture. What is the World Economic Forum trying to do? Trying to create a globalist situation. Control the food supply. Control the energy. Control the people. What they are doing right now is if through ESG and these various different programs throughout all of Europe... What they are doing is basically putting farmers out of business and then moving in through eminent domain, having the government reprocess the land or private investors come up and buy it up. Do you remember Sri Lanka? 
Yeah. Do you remember what happened in Sri Lanka? The uprising and the people took back the government, burned the president's mansion, all this stuff? Yeah, yeah. You know, you haven't heard much about it since then? Yeah. Do you know what happened in Sri Lanka? Not exactly. Do you know that after, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, uh, World Economic Forum meeting, the president of Sri Lanka put out an agenda for 2030, which included basically all the talking points of the World Economic Forum about sustainable development, about moving away from gas, oil, and coal, about basically um, reducing emissions from their farmers. And they started to implement various different policies within Sri Lanka on their farming, which is their number one export. And basically what they did is they started putting the farmers out of business, which is the number one point of employment in all of Sri Lanka. So almost overnight, when these policies went into effect, all of Sri Lanka became Venezuela and the people revolted and he had to leave the country okay what is happening right now in Europe Dutch farmers German farmers right same thing is happening there and they're rising up it's only the farmers are rising up the problem is is it hasn't happened here in the United States now another methodology that they're using do you remember in Canada when all the farmers came out and were protesting, what did they do? They froze their bank accounts. They shut down yeah. their exports. They couldn't do anything. That's the same thing that's going to happen here in the United States of America. This is why they're pushing towards controllable money because all they have to do is just shut you off. This is the agenda that's coming down the pipeline. All right? The methodologies that they're going to utilize to implement this. So we have two things happening here, okay? Is we have patriots who have a plan, who are implementing a plan, who are attacking the deep state in the country. Why? Because you're going to get to the foundational root of the problem. Fuck the, the, the globalists. Let's fix the foundational root of the problem because if we can control policy here, if we can control the regulation that goes into agriculture, energy, and these things here in the United States and have a good president in place, it doesn't matter what they do because we still have the strongest military in the freaking world. Right? So that's why we have the Patriots focus their primer problem primarily on that domain, the United States of America. And this is why the last six years are incredibly important in the sense of capturing that information domain. Okay? But then the globalists, they control the global economy, they control all resources, they control the money, the central banks, they control the energy, right? And they're perpetuating yeah. multiple different points of failure across the world. Everything that's happening right now, the energy crisis, the food crisis, this is man-made. It has nothing to yeah. do with actual supply and demand. It has everything to do with people going in there and manipulating regulations to basically make farmers produce less, to make energy, coal, and oil utilization less, to make it more expensive, increased inflation, all this stuff, is all man-made and manipulated. I so that. what can we expect? We said, we've been saying this for the last few days, is that they're going to sustain the economy until they no longer need it. And here today, stocks, bonds, and gold surge as rate hikes odds tumble after the CPI decline. Now, did we really have a CPI decline? Consumer price, well, consumer price index fell 0.1% in December in line with expectations from economists, okay? Now, this is interesting because, yeah, it fell 0.1%. But do you want to know, and this is how you know the numbers are manipulated, Vince. You ready for this statistic? From December 2021 to December 2022, the cost of food increased 10.6%. Man, and I think even 
it's got to be more than that too if you look at certain things right but yeah it's crazy dude all that data is fake though 100 percent. it is it's 100 really fake is. yep mm. Look at this, Microsoft. Microsoft will provide its employees in the United States with unlimited time off. They are no longer required to formally record their vacation. And the new discretionary time off policy, uh, according to The Verge, will apply to all employees on the payroll. How, when, and where we do our jobs has drastically changed as we transform modernizing our vacation policy to a more flexible model was a natural step. However, our workers at the tech behemoth will not be unlimited vacation time, nor will employees be based outside of the United States. The new vacation policy will go into effect on January 16th. According to the report, Microsoft employees no longer have to wait to accure vacation time. Microsoft will offer 10 corporate holiday leaves of absence, six and mental health time off and time away for jury duty and bereavement alongside the new unlimited time off policy with those with unused vacation balances will receive a lump sum payment in April. Sounds like a good place to work, huh? Hell yeah. Day like one, you thing. got two weeks of vacation. I'm taking that shit. That's a weird thing to do. It's like, you know, maybe the pinkos aren't so bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Is this uh, is this breaking right now? Oh, yep, it is. Uh -oh. And so we've heard about this um, all day that Lisa oh. Marie Presley was uh, uh, in the hospital. But it has been confirmed Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Elvis and Priscilla, dead at 54. Oh, no. Um, died January 12th, a possible cardiac arrest. Died suddenly, I guess we can say. Was she vaccinated? I don't know. But uh, um, cardiac arrest, I mean, that seems she's very young. 54 is a young age. So yep. rest in peace, Priscilla. Sad. She, very she sad. can't believe she died before her father. Vince didn't get it. Oh, sorry. Can't believe she died before her father. Elvis, Elvis is alive. Ah, that's crazy. so weird. Randomly, last week I was watching a video of Elvis. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, no. So sad. So, John Rader, our thoughts and prayers are going out to John Rader there. Uh, back in the hospital, a uh, family, uh, a red pill fam friend. And so, John, feel free to contact me. I know you're probably listening. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll send you some hearts and prayers there, buddy. Um, update, the USS, U.S. is investigating the FAA outage. Cause not clear. Cause is not clear. I mean, when you have the NOTAM system go out in the United States and two hours later it goes out in Canada, grounds all flights in basically North American airspace, you have to wonder what's really going on. Now, I, yesterday I was speculating, what if this was some type of dirty bomb type of plot that was coming in? Mm -hmm. Vince, what if it was something else entirely? Hmm, like what? What if there was something else that was a threat in the airspace and they needed to clear the airspace really fast over North America? Like a mothership? Ah. Is that where you're going? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, what if Who knows? there was something else in space above those areas that they needed to clear airspace because there could potentially have been a threat that it was coming down or that it was there and it's cloaked. I don't know. I'm speculating here, but we have to understand that to, to have two system failures like that. Okay. United States, then Canada. Okay. To clear airspace, make sure no flights are taken off. We don't want anybody in the air, right? 
Okay, the only thing that we did see a massive, so uh, Monkey Works just talked about massive refuelers in the air yesterday, which means that we had military assets still flying around, refueling in the air. What was the threat? So was this a military operation with a threat present? Or was this a hack to take down these systems and they're just covering up that wouldn't make sense that they're actually covering it up? I think that there was something in disguise yesterday. Just my thought. And if it was between North America and uh, Canada and the United States, and it was that large where you had to shut down all airspace in the, the country, in two countries, that's something incredibly large. Cool. Yep, there's lots of, there's fuelers and fighters all throughout the airspace yesterday. Something, something, something's going on. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, guys. So we have conversations on the fringe tomorrow night. Vince, myself, and David Whitehead are going to be discussing this. Uh, JTAC said it could have been a hypersonic weapons test. Absolutely could have been JTAC. It could have been a, a U.S. military weapons test, hypersonic missile test. 100% could have been. I don't know. Wow. Potential. Uh, but there was something going on that they're covering this up for. Um, tomorrow, conversations on the fringe. We're talking UFOs, aliens, U, uh, AIP, all this stuff, UAPs. We're going to talk about underwater, above the water, if you want. The firmament, above the firmament. Mm-hmm. David and I are going to do a summarization on our thoughts of the shit show that was yesterday. (laughs) I like that shit show. (laughs) Well, it was interesting because it was, uh, you know, we we reviewed it afterwards. And what there was is there's collaboration ahead of time between those two people. And when you listen to them talk, they they don't, they, they try to debunk Globe Earth. And they don't do a very good job of it. They didn't even, they weren't acknowledging anything I was saying. Right? Remember when I played that animation? What is this, a fucking cartoon? And they walked away. Like, how rude, right? But anyways, me and David are going to summarize that, talk about that for a minute, and then we're going to jump into UFO. So that's tomorrow night. Um, I'm going to go straight here. We have something called the Battle of the Streams that's going on. This is a way that you can help support the Red Pill Project and everything that we do, Vince, myself, and everybody else involved in the Red Pill Project. Uh, We got a lot of changes coming for you guys in 2023. We have a new... So we're... I've been working on the website. We're getting ready to do that, but we're waiting for a new branding to come in, and we have some new merch coming in, and it's gonna it's being professionally done um, by uh, some, our friends over at Rise Attire, and so we're getting all that completed. Once we have the new branding, we're gonna start putting that out. Build the website will be built out, finished, put that out there, but also Substack and Locals Community are gonna be relaunched. Uh, at the same time, Substack's already there, but I have a, mm-hmm. a series that is coming out on Substack and it's called Multi-Domain Warfare and part one is going to be released this week. So if you want to, you can go to redpillproject.substack.com. You can go over there and just subscribe and you're going to get access to that. Um, what I'm going to do is one of the things we'll do is we're going to... Um, I'm going to release that one, but the other releases will be kind of like there will be uh, a few days released beforehand for paid subscribers, and then we'll release it to everybody else after. But yeah, so it's multi-domain warfare. This is a great read. This is going to basically take you from 2006, the present of everything that's happened, and uh, this is going to this is going to show you the unfolding of the information war of how it's happened, of why certain things happen from my perspective, of what's unfolding now, where it's all going, the whole Q thing, all that's going to be in there. And it's going to be a lot of what I talk about on these shows. We kind of went through all of our shows and kind of pulled notes out and kind of 
figured out kind of how to pull, pull this all together. There's some really good nuggets in there. Um, when you start talking about people like, um, I, I think I mentioned this on the, uh, I think I mentioned this on the uh, the platform before. But when you start talking about people like Michael Hastings, the uh, the um, Rolling Stones journalist who basically threw McChrystal under the bus, there's a big nugget in there that nobody had uncovered before that I discovered when I started looking at it. Now, Mike, uh, Michael Hastings said that he had obtained his information about McChrystal from the interviews with McChrystal's staff. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm like, well, who was McChrystal's staff? Now, at the same time that Mc, this happened to McChrystal, the head of the Defense Intelligence Agency was Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Okay? Lieutenant okay. General Michael Flynn, we know, is obviously the patriot who has been helping to expose the deep state crime and corruption. Well, the chief of staff to General McChrystal during his time in Afghanistan was Colonel Charles Flynn. Wow. Michael Flynn's brother at the time, who is now uh, a, a four-star general. So, I, th- like... Gotta start piecing things together. Part two is going to be about about Flynn and basically DIA Flynn, DRTA, bio, all that, all that stuff's gonna be in there. And so it's gonna be my explanation of this. And I, I guess you can kind of call this a book, but it's gonna be a, a it's gonna be like a nine part series that I'm writing. So this will be the first one will be coming out here in the next few days. So look for that. Please make sure you subscribe. Nadine Quadruple Q donated one diamond. Let's go. Thank you so much, Nadine. Just Jim gifted a can. Gitsy guys, thank you so much, Just Jim. And Just Jim donated 113 gold pills. Thank you so much again, Just Jim. And Nadine, Charming Nicole donated three lemons. Thank you so much, Charming Nicole. And Light and Science, one ice cream. Yummy. Joe Biden likes his ice cream. <laughs> thank you so much, Charming. Um, oh and Light and Science. Shannon1313 donated <laughs> one diamond. Thank you so much, Shannon1313. Bayonet and LED, one lemon. Thank you so much, Bayonet and LED. LED donated six lemons. Thank you so much, LED again. Still bad, too. Donated 196 gold pills. I like it. Let's see where this goes. Great show, Josh and Vince. Lots of good people in this chat. Thank you so much, Still Bad, too. Uh, Fringe Dweller donated 117 gold pills. Evening, gentlemen. Evening, French Weller. Hello. Just Jim donated 111 gold pills again. Thank you so much, Just Jim. It looks like we're having like a pills war going over there. I haven't Very seen cool, Jim guys. in a while. Hope you're doing good, man. Jim. Bill's Lives Matter. That's Nate Gifted Five. One month subscriber uh, subscriptions to users in the channel. That is on D Live. Thank you so much, Nate. Grismo Seven Seven donated three lemons. Charming Nicole donated three lemons. Bayonet donated one lemon. Thank you so much, Grismo, Charming Nicole, and Bayonet. RPG thirty five seventy three. Please pray for John Raider. Thank you so much. And our prayers are going out to John Raider. She donated or they donated one diamond. There. RPG another diamond. Uh, for John Raider, JCMC0007 donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, JCMC, as well as three lemons. Thank you so much there, buddy. Uh, Charming Nicole, four lemons. Shannon, 1313, one diamond. Recost, one ice cream. KB, one diamond. Love you, fam. Uh, Holly RR donated one diamond. Thank you so much, Holly RR. KB, Cost, Shannon, 1313, and Charming Nicole. Thank you so much, guys, for all those donations. You guys are absolutely awesome. Awesome, and I think what we can yes. do is I'm going to go over here to Pilled, and uh, I typically don't. I I, I do this. I, I wait for it to build up so everybody gets like a, a good amount. Raider, thank you so much. That everybody gets a good amount. We got some good people out there, so we're going to just release the scratching on Pilled. There's that, and for everybody on D Live, let me go in the D Live, and I will release the chest. 
um, so we can get that all out there. All right. So <laughs> what's that? Ed Reed. The logo can be Nathan with Vincent a headlock. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and add some 500 lemons in there, and we're going to distribute a reward. All right. There you guys go. All right, so we're rocking and rolling now. We got 700 people watching on Rumble. Thank you so much, Rumble, for all that support. Guys, if you're on Rumble, hit that thumbs up. Hit that uh, thumbs up button right there. Give those Rumbles out there. They're 100% completely free. And if you want, you can go ahead and join that Locals channel. That little join button is right there. Completely, uh, um, um, you can go ahead and help us subscribe there or not. We haven't been doing much on there. We're going to be relaunching that during the, uh, the branding relaunch. And what's going to come from that is we're trying to set it up because I have a co-host now in the Dark Delight Show. So Jim and I will be streaming that show, but only the first hour on Monday and Wednesdays. The second hour um, will be difficult to stream because Jim will have to stream it himself. So long story, Um, but we'll see what we can do. Uh, We were just talking about consumer price index fell 0.1%, but it doesn't really matter because that is not really what's happening in the world. Um, Inflation is up 6.5% from last year, the Labor Department says. So inflation is still increasing, and it's going to continue to increase, guys. They They are killing our economy slowly. This is what they want to do. So... I posted this on Twitter as well, and, and I wanted to bring this point of reference up because I think that this is incredibly important to understand. Um, I posted this on Telegram, and this was not a revelation. We've all known this, but I kind of wanted to put it together for people. When reviewing the logic of the green energy revolution and the globalist push towards ending natural gas, coal, and oil, the current energy crisis and the hidden counterculture protests we are seeing, one thing is understandable. This new green energy can't sustain the world and there is an active motivation to push the world to it. But why? Why implement these green energy infrastructures that can't sustain the world now? It's simple when you look at it in perspective, Vince. They who are doing this do not expect the majority of the energy consumers on this planet to be around when they flip the switch. Hmm. In other words, they are building a green energy infrastructure for a highly reduced population. That makes sense, dude. And uh, (laughs) got real doom and gloom real fast there. As scary (laughs) as that is, it makes a lot of sense. This is the roller coaster today. Well, as scary as that that is, it makes a lot logical when you start looking at it, it makes so much more sense. So on the other side, I was talking to uh, someone today about the the vaccines, the shotty shot, shot, jab, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking, it actually got started with fertility levels of how this person was like, I don't know if I want to have kids and all this stuff. And I said, well, you know, kind of went through a lot of statistics and uh, I said, well, you know, one of the main purposes of the vaccine was to produce infertility. And they're like, huh? And now we're seeing this right here. Look at this. U.S. birth rates reach record lows, even though the number of kids most people say they want remains steady. And this comes about oh. through social engineering. And this comes about through infertility treatments. What, what do you mean by infertility treatments, Joss? Water, soil, air, food. That's your infertility. 
RSBT and your and your milk hormones, steroids, antibiotics. You've been poisoned. We've all been poisoned for countless decades, generations, and it's going to have massive ramifications. And everything, everywhere you look, you're going to see this. That everything that they are doing, they are systematically decreasing the population, either through choice voluntarily or through coerced vaccination or through the poisoning of our food, our air, our water, and our soil. (sighs) I don't care to talk about that one. Um, Hi. This is interesting. Let's let's listen to this one. Going back to the Biden stuff. Kind of. Thank funny. you, Corrine. Another one on Garage Gate. <laughs> Garage Gate. What is the White House trying to hide? Nothing. Someone gave the president a statement to read on Tuesday that was incomplete at best, misleading at worst. Who? So I have read out the president's statement. I have read it out yesterday, and what he said. He said that he will, he respects or he takes classified information and documents very seriously. That's what he said. He said that he did not know that the, the records were there. He does not know what's in them. He said that. You heard from him directly on this. And his team has been cooperating fully, fully. And not only that, again, I'll say this, the Attorney General said this himself, that he heard from the team shortly after. So we have laid out laid out uh, what has occurred here. You've heard from the White House counsel. Uh, I just read the statement uh, from uh, from his lawyer. And again, uh, you know, we take this very seriously and the president- So Kareem didn't answer his question. Who wrote the statement for Biden? Biden didn't write that. Who told him to say what he said? Dude, at the end of that clip too, she goes, let's go to someone else and she selects somebody. And then she's like, no, 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 not you. The other person behind <laughs> you who's not going to be on this topic. And they changed the topic. Of course. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> what? Yep. Yep. And, and JTAC said it best. He do- It doesn't matter whether he knew it was in those documents or not. He's responsible. Oh, yeah. Yep. And look at this. Report shows, document shows Hunter owned Joe Biden's Delaware house in 2018. Oh, my gosh. And he paid, if, it was fifty forty nine thousand dollars a month is what they paid. How much? So, yep, in 2018, Hunter Biden claimed he owned the house where Joe Biden kept classified documents alongside his Corvette in the garage. And the monthly rent payment that he paid was $49,910. And he says, do you own? He says, yes, no I owned right there. You paid that much? That's how much their mortgage is for that house. Oh, okay. Yep. Let's listen to McCarthy, and hopefully we can hear some uh, a real leader speak up, but we'll see. No, because from one standpoint, they knew the documents were there. They actually asked President Trump to put another lock on, so they were locked. You look at President um, Biden. He wasn't president. He was vice president. He held these in different locations right out in the open. He criticized President Trump. Did he utilize the Justice Department to raid President Trump? Did you think that was right? They knew this has happened to President Biden before the election, but they kept it a secret from the American public. He goes on 60 Minutes, criticizes President Trump, even knowing what he has done, and he wasn't president at the time. Now we find another location that it's at, but he refused to answer. His press secretary won't answer the questions. 
we, you watched them leak photos of sitting out files of President Trump. Where's the photos of President Biden's documents? Where are those photos at? He knowingly knew this happened going into election, going into interviews. This is what makes America not trust their government. You cannot have one form of law because somebody philosophically has a different opinion than you, and you can't use the Justice Department to go after people that are politically different as well. It has to be equal across, and what I'm finding what's happening with President Biden time and again, you go from a laptop saying it not only that it wasn't true, but utilizing your own friends to go into companies to tell them to say the same thing, to try to knock down information, to try to make sure the New York Post story couldn't be printed. You should be offended by that. You are of the press. You should be allowed to write even when you knew it was true. So, Okay. Now, there's so many dynamics going on here. Now, Think about this. Biden is compromised by China. Everybody knows this. The Democrats know this. And a lot of the Democrats that are compromised by China are actually leaving politics. China is pushing for national communism throughout the world. Basically, uh, you know, they're, they're them, Russia, and everybody else. They want to keep their national sovereignty, but they want to control the world through a world government. That is basically nationalized world government, right? Not, not kind of like this globalist world government that's coming into totalitarian. The Western nations have this totalitarian aspect of new world order. We all formulate into one governmental body. It's totalitarian in perspective, surveillance, all this stuff. They both have the same vision. They're just looking at it in different ways. China went rogue from the globalists and is kind of working on their own thing. But now what did you just see? Didn't we just see Republicans and Democrats going to the World Economic Forum in Davos? Oh, yeah. Big time. And that's on the globalist side. Now we're mm-hmm. seeing everybody in Washington, D.C. seemingly turning, to- turning against the Bidens. Why? Because they're in cahoots with China. China now becomes the enemy of the globalist. Uh, things aren't what they seem, but things are what they seem. I think that in the midst of this war battle that's going on between the globalist and, and, and China and, and all these other countries is that Trump is going to take back America. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, we just played that clip. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Let's listen to Merrick Garland here. I'm here today to announce the appointment of Robert Herr as a special counsel pursuant to Department of Justice regulations governing such matters. In keeping with those regulations, I have today notified the designated members of each House of Congress of the appointment. I'm joined today by John Lausch, the U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Illinois. Okay. So, Robert Hur, who is he? Yeah, who is he? I've been waiting because I have no idea and I didn't have time to look into all this. So... An American attorney served the U.S. State's Attorney for the District of Maryland from 2018 to 2021. Previously served as Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General. On January 12, 2023, obviously Merrick Garland just appointed him as a special counsel. Korean-born, has a core, mm. an office manager. That's his family. Um, this is where it gets interesting. So he worked for a law firm known as King & Spalding. Do you know who King & Spalding was? Doesn't ring a bell. Well, if you go back to the 2020 election when Donald Trump was suing Georgia and North Carolina, North Carolina eventually turned to Donald Trump, King and Spalding was the only law firm in the country to represent Donald Trump. Very interesting connection there. Also, he was appointed November 1st, 2017, 
by Donald Trump as the United States Attorney for the District of Maryland. So this is a Donald Trump appointment who worked for the law firm that represented Donald Trump, but he was also previously served as special assistant and counsel to Christopher Wray when Christopher Wray was Mm. not head of the FBI, but assistant attorney general in charge of the Justice Department's criminal division. So this guy could be an honest player. I don't know. We'll see how far he gets coerced, right? Yeah. This is interesting. Listen to this one. This this is fucking crazy. Let's listen to what McCarthy has to say on this one. I was very clear early on. Um, let me phrase re- something very direct to you. If you got the briefing I got from the FBI, you wouldn't have Swalwell on any committee. And you're going to tell me other Democrats couldn't fill that slot? He cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. So would you like to give him a government clearance? You asked me questions about Santos. You asked the questions about Swalwell. Not only was he getting a clearance, he was inside an intel committee. He had more information than the majority of all the members. Did you ever raise that issue? No. But you should have. You're going to tell me there's 200 other Democrats that couldn't fill that slot, but they kept him on it? The only way that they even knew it came forward is when they went to nominate him to the Intel Committee. And then the FBI came and told the leadership then, he's got a problem. And they kept him on. And what was his problem? Fang Fang. He was sleeping with a Chinese spy. This guy was in bed with China, literally. Literally, (laughs) yeah. So think about this. Kevin McCarthy just came out and said, "When if you got the briefing I got from the FBI and Eric Swalwell, he would have never been on the Intel Committee in the first place. He would he he can't even get a security clearance in the real world." Wow. Now, what did I just say was happening? All the ones compromised by China are being removed. Swalwell, Feinstein's retiring, Pelosi, Biden. Do you see it? I see it. Now, here's the thing. And I, there's another there's another article. Um, where is it? There's, there's, up oh, there it is. That's it. That's the one I wanted to bring up. Here we go. FBI raids Brooklyn office suspected of being a CCC, CCP outpost. According to the reports, FBI raided a New York office building located in Chinatown. It was believed to be a covert outpost for Chinese communist regime. The New York Times has revealed the raid was conducted last fall as part of a criminal investigation by U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn. The Chinese embassy in Washington claims the outposts run by volunteers who assist Chinese citizens in tasks such as renewal of their Chinese licenses. These are not Chinese police personnel. Either way, if the FBI raided them, you know what's going on. So it, it goes to boot that what we're talking about is actually happening. But why? There's multiple scenarios being played out here. Either there's patriots that are working in the best interest of this country and actually doing these things, or the Republicans and the Democrats are going to start working bipartisanship to move towards the destruction of China. Got to remember, they just formed a new committee, right? 60 Democrats, 66 Democrats voted with the Republicans on a bipartisan bill to start a committee to investigate China, not only investigate it, but defeat them. Biden's going down. Kamala Harris is just as corrupt with him. Okay. Feinstein's retiring. Swalwell's going down. Schiff is going down. 
Schiff's going to be the next to be targeted. Pelosi's done. Okay? <laughs> the the compromise of the United States from China is going away. Why? China's a threat to the globalist. The BRICS nations are a threat to the globalist. Does this mean that our government's working towards this kind of totalitarian world order? I think so. I, I think we all can agree on that. But they have to have this perception, and I think that if during that time, these points of chaos, that Donald Trump, the patriots, these good people are going to go in there and swoop in and take back this country. And I already laid out that process of how this can actually happen. <clears throat> and more about China here. In God's name, you know, the Chinese... Everyone's out there going, oh my God, how in God's name, you know, the Chinese came here and they, the president didn't get anything. Guess what? They own us. Uh, we welcome, President Obama and I, we welcome, encourage, and see nothing but positive benefits flowing from direct investment in the United States from Chinese businesses and Chinese, uh, uh, Chinese entities. They own us. No, they own you, the politicians. They don't own us, the people. And that's a good point of reference. And we just well, talked about Schiff and Pelosi. Let, let's, let's check this out. This will be fun. Voters in America should decide who our president is, not Vladimir Putin. The Russians offered help. The campaign accepted help. The Russians gave help. And the president made full use of that help. And that is pretty damning. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. The bottom line of this dossier, the bottom line allegation, the point the of it. The point of this is they colluded. They helped. They were in on it. Why does Vladimir Putin have on President Trump? And they've also decided who they want to see become president of the United States, too, and it's not me. Secondly, I found out that Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. We need to make it very clear, whether it's Russia, China, Iran, or anybody else. This election, that Russia has been involved, China has been involved to some degree, and now we learn that that uh, that uh, Iran is involved. As 17 of our intelligence agencies have confirmed. 17 intelligence agencies said. 50 national security officials who served in Republican information in, in administration have said that Donald is unfit to be the commander in chief. Very there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. You mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly be. what. Is this that's where you're exactly going? what. This is going. where he's going. Well, we know that this whole uh, smear on Joe Biden uh, comes from the Kremlin. I don't understand why this president is unwilling to take on Putin when he's actually paying bounties to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan. When Russia's puts bounties on the heads of our soldiers in Afghanistan. That Russia has bounties on the heads. On the heads of American soldiers. There are several factors that, uh, that um, con contributed to the lot low to moderate confidence in the judgment, including the difficulty of... Uh, of um... The big lie. 100%. And, and here's the thing. Russia, China, the BRICS nations are going against the globalist are going against a totalitarian-style New World Order. And I've said this before. Is I said, you're going to have one of two New World Orders. Remember this, Vince? I said this. You're going to either have a commio-fascist, totalitarian, oligarchical-controlled New World Order by the Western nations, or you're going to have a nationalist New World Order developed by so countries who retain their sovereignty and come together to form a world government for the betterment of humanity. doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be what we want. But this is where 
the split is happening. And Russia and China were leading that way against the globalists. They're kicking their ass. And now we're seeing Republicans bipartisan coming in and removing the Chinese infiltration in the United States of America. Now, this could mean two things. Could mean that they're saying, hey, look, let's let's save our country. Doubtful. Or let's help support the westernized global order and get things in line with everything that they're trying to bring in. I think that that's kind of what the play is, but I think Donald Trump is utilizing the art of war. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And so since they're moving against China, Donald Trump is going to use the Republicans and this renewed vigor to get rid of China out of the United States as a point of coup to get back into office, to change this country, take it back, <clears throat> and then watch what happens. Donald Trump joins the BRICS nations. Dude. Leaves NATO. Ah, leaves the UN. That would be awesome. Joins, well, leaves the G7, G20, and, and joins the BRICS nations on the Economic Alliance. And oh so, my gosh. Drip, drip, flood, by the way. So drip, drip, flood, right? Dude, do you see the Twitter files today? Some good Not nuggets in Briefly. Here. So yeah. some really good nuggets in here. Basically, everything that we see here in the Twitter files, th this gets deep. And by the way, yeah, Matt Talibi, um, Tabby or Tabibi or whatever the hell his name is, this guy is not a Republican. He's not a conservative. Okay? This shows conclusively, conclusively, that the FBI knew before the 2016 election that there was no Russian bots, there was no Russian collusion, that the OCA was completely fake. That it was already there. They already knew this. It was set. But they still moved forward with the persecution of Donald Trump. They still moved forward with the FISA warrants. They still moved forward with all this other stuff. Why? That's a political hit. That is a coup. And this is all coming out. Now, we talked about this. Drip, drip, flood, right? All this would start to come out in avalanches. Here it's coming. It's coming out right now. You got to show the people. You can't tell them. People are seeing it firsthand. Their lives are suffering because of the economy, the state of the economy. And now the information is flowing out with it. Russiagate lies. The fake tale of Russian bots released the memo. Uh Toby Vance explained how the Democrat politicians were upset that Twitter couldn't find any proof of Russian bots promoting stories countering the establishment narrative that there was Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. Continuing the thread thoroughly details how liberal politicians ignored Twitter employees, warning them they could end up looking bad if they publicly claimed Russian bots were promoting anti-establishment angle without proof. While the internal conversations provided the thread proved Twitter employees knew the Russian bot claims were false, the company failed to publicly denounce the Democrat accusations, which means that congressmen like Schwawell, Schiff, Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, all out there promoting this Russia lie was allowed to happen. The disinformation campaign was allowed to happen, even though Twitter knew it was completely untrue. Wow. It, all this is interrelated. It's all going to come together. And what did I just say? I said a little while ago is we're going to see a scandal coming up against Kami Kamala. Let's listen. If you're in case you're wondering what Kamala Harris is up to during the massive Biden scandal, let's listen to what she's up to. Think of the movement through the lens of something I love, which is to always think about complex issues through the, the, the frame of a Venn diagram. I love Venn diagrams. I love <laughs> 
I do. I love Venn diagrams. So See what I'm saying so, the, is nerdy. I'm just saying. <laughs> So the three circles, and you can do more. Nobody says a Venn diagram has to only be three circles, right? And, and the intersection then, right? In terms of also movements. So she's talking about Venn diagrams. Good job, Kamala. Kamala. <laughs> she's so, not nerdy. She's dirty. Let's make a Venn diagram of Joe Biden in China. Joe Biden, Kami Kamala Harris, China. <laughs> See how that works? Oh, my goodness. So this is the other part. And we've talked about... So Donald Trump the other day released this video talking about the border and how he will declare um, the cartels in Mexico a terrorist organization. I posted a video. I was trying to... It's, it's like five minutes long. It's on my Telegram. I think everybody should go watch it. Um, it's uh, talking about the Mexican cartels. But to give you a summarization, so Mexico is going to deploy National Guard in metro errors, areas after major accidents are happening. So... The Sinaloa cartel had ruled for a very long time. We took out El Chapo, who was the head of that. We just arrested his son. That whole cartel system is being broken down. Now, here's the problem with it. Is the Sinaloa cartel, basically, was a business cartel. They looked at drug running as a business. So, what they would do is they would go into the towns and they support the people. Like, they help old ladies inside. They, they, they understood the infrastructure of the country had to be in place if they wanted to run a business. It's just business. Stay out of the way of business and everything will be okay. But one thing the Sinaloa cartel did is they went through the United States of America from 2010 to 2016 and eliminated the majority of their competition, drug dealers, which were predominantly African-American and other Mexican gangs, and destroyed them. And, and this guy says if you go look at the statistics of violent crime during that time, you'll see the murder rate skyrocketed during those times because all the gangbangers were being eliminated by this cartel in Mexico. And the Americans allowed this to happen because it was just business. Well, now that that cartel is being dismantled, the new cartel that is rising up, the, the new revolutionists, the, uh, um, I forgot the names, of, they're called like the new revolutionists. These guys, drug running is a side act. They don't care too much about drug running. It's about power. It's about going in there and creating fear and terror and killing as many people and taking over the country. That is their objective. Yeah, in the video, I think they said they go into a city and the first thing they do is not win over the people's affection. They shoot up the town. That's right. And so here's the thing. Is this is now coming to the border of the United States of America. And this guy says, as soon, what you're going to see is these new cartels flowing over into Texas and Arizona and going to Karen and blowing her fucking head off in front of her kids to prove a point and doing this through a whole town. And he said, this is coming and you're going to see this war. This is why Donald Trump's making this point that these people are terrorists. We need to go down there. We need to take care of this now. And this is why we need Donald Trump back. And I don't think we have a year to wait. So this is why I think that Donald Trump's going to come back sooner than later. And that we can see impeachment proceedings come about fast. Oh, we need to flood sooner than later. It's well overdue. Yep. Uh, Pfizer has, uh, the deadline has passed for Pfizer to submit results of post-vaccination heart inflammation study to U.S. regulators. Of course. And, and then they're going to probably fight in court to not release it. We already know what, where this is going. Emergency doctor calls for immediate suspension of mRNA vaccines because of serious harms that they cause. 17% of teens had heart symptoms after second Pfizer jab, according to a new study published. 
uh, in the European Journal of Pediatrics. A full 17% of high schoolers were, who studied showed an onset of heart problems after their second Pfizer jab, including palpitations, chest pain, shortness of breath, dizziness, or fainting. Depopulation and fertility control. Um, this is interesting as fuck. And we've talked about this and mentioned this with uh, attorney Tom Rents and everything that was going on there about how the DOD through gain of function research was the one who produced this stuff. Now listen to this video. Well, to our top story now, a bombshell new report shows that the Department of Defense, yes, the Pentagon, controlled the COVID-19 program from the very beginning. And everything we were told was political theater, basically to cover it up right down to the FDA vaccine approval process. It was all theater. That means that human beings were used as props, essentially. According to newly obtained documents, the Pentagon used a combination of shady approval authorizations that are still in use, including the PREP Act, the Emergency Use Authorization, and other transaction authority, the OTA, all of which shielded big pharma agencies, medical participants that delivered unregulated vaccines from any liability and protected them, basically. We've gone through a lot of these documents and just showed how they are not on the hook for any of this liability. These documents, these new documents, were obtained by a former executive of a pharmaceutical contract research organization. That person is Sasha Lydapova, and Sasha joins us now to tell us what she's uncovered. Thank you so much for coming on this on the show, Sasha. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. This is intense. I mean, when you first uncovered these documents, did your jaw just hit the floor or did you know that this is what you were going to find based on the breadcrumbs you were already uncovering? Uh, well, I, yeah, I, I, I was really shocked. I was working on this for quite some time. Uh, so I first, my first finding was that these products were not uh, good manufacturing practice compliant. And that I found right away when they started being rolled out due to extreme variability of adverse events and deaths that were reported per each lot of the, of the so-called vaccine. So that was very shocking to me as a pharmaceutical um, uh, professional because we know how uh, high quality uh, pharmaceuticals typically must be manufactured. You know, they have to be very, very consistent. There should be a practically no variation lot to lot in terms of uh, toxicities or, or any other uh, performance characteristics. And these products were varying about 1,000 times lot to lot. So uh, that was extremely concerning. And uh, I didn't realize why that was happening, but I just knew that they were not good manufacturing practice compliant. I later confirmed that through regulatory documents. And then the final piece of the puzzle was when I uh, was able to see all these contracts from the DOD. They were released uh, based on freedom of information requests and also Securities and Exchange Commission disclosures. And uh, when I saw those contracts, there were around 400 that are now available for all COVID, so-called COVID countermeasures, including vaccines. Um, I realized that was really what was going on. Uh, the Department of Defense uh, used a very um, shady contracting practices and also used several uh, laws that were put in place previously, previous to COVID, to, uh, to do this, to shield pharmaceutical companies, to not conduct you know, proper clinical trials, uh, to do a lot of uh, fraudulent, I would say, manipulations of public perception, um, and all in collusion, obviously, with mainstream media and these pharma companies. 
And so as a result, we have this theatrical performance called uh, clinical trials, but they were actually not real. They were they did not, um, you know, based on the laws that are used here and invoked in this process, the clinical trials are not required at all. Uh, and, and in fact, they cannot be conducted. I mean, that... <sighs> the Pentagon was directly involved with all of this. Sickening. Not good. Yep. I mean, we'll, we'll put that one to the end. I'm, I'm looking at content. There it is. That's the one I wanted to play. So the corruption's so deep. This yep. is why Trump says we need to drain the swamp. It's swamps are big. Yep. That woman did not kill herself, by the way. Um, but let's listen to the Stu Peters. 4chan leaks, WHO COVID manual, manual, everything is scripted. We must defund the federal government. The IRS is fa- uh, failing healthcare providers, gets heart failure from jab. Heed his warning, fifth generation warfare, weaponized propaganda. And fear. Well, some of you out there might be familiar with this online website, 4chan. It's one of the internet's free speech bulwarks. It's popular with young men who want to talk anonymously. It also has a lot of rumors and leaks and wild theories, but also it includes a whole lot of investigative and detective work. And recently someone on 4chan produced a remarkable bit of that. Yeah, he found and released the World Health Organization's Vaccine Crisis Communication Manual. So what this manual is, is a detailed guide. It instructs politicians and health authorities on exactly what to say when faced with opposition to the bioweapon deadly COVID clot shots. They had it all planned out. Everything we we see on TV, everything that the journalists say, everything that Fauci says, it's all scripted. What we need to do is not to defund the police. We need to defund the federal government. American people have been unwittingly supporting and paying the salaries of the FDA, CDC, FBI, CIA, DOJ, all of this criminal. Ryan was an enthusiastic supporter of the vaccines until he got the shot himself. Now Ryan is coming forward as a whistleblower, trying to warn everyone else until it's too late. On December 19th, Ryan tweeted this, quote, I got the COVID vaccine before most could as a healthcare provider and emergency manager implementing many of the policies of the COVIDians. Days after I was transported to the hospital with a cardiac issue, today I'm in heart failure. I have heard from so many people, and this is not a freak accident. They knew exactly what was going to happen with this vaccination. I firmly believe that. My DM my messages are flooded with thousands of other people that are experiencing the same symptoms that I am experiencing right now. Dr. Mark Sherwood is a doctor in Oklahoma. Together with his wife, he says that they have successfully treated more than 10,000 COVID patients without a single one of them dying. He's also a thinker about this fifth generation warfare concept. He believes that COVID is being used to fuel a Marxist revolution with the final goal of obliterating the family unit, destroying the Christian church and imposing a totalitarian regime. If necessary, he says we're gonna see another pandemic launched in order to manipulate the public into surrendering more freedoms. To understand this fifth generational warfare kind of concept even better, when we were growing up, there was a statement that went something like this, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, the opposite is true. The words do hurt us and they get planted in our psyche, they get planted in our mind, they get planted in our emotions and they become something that can control you. And we've seen this all out onslaught on our emotions and our minds for the last several years. And it's really, I think it's reached a pinnacle right now where we really know what it is. All right. It's psychological warfare, and that was Dr. Mark Sherwood right there with Stu Peters. And the psychological warfare is real. And how real is it? High school stu- senior dies following cardiac arrest at school, which family says happened after gym class. This is another one. Lisa Marie Presley, rest of the Harshville, now dead after cardiac arrest. Uh, 
Um, we have, uh, well, there, I thought we had some more there, but this is what's happening in the world, people. We have to understand how this is going and what's unraveling. This is depopulation. This is infertility. These are the two strong points of these eugenicists. This was the implementation of their plan. They're setting up right now an energy infrastructure that cannot sustain the population of the planet. It can, it can probably sustain about 500 million people. No, That's where we're I don't headed. believe that. Oh, you mean their version yeah. Oh, yeah. of how to energize what they're, what they're basically moving towards in the sense of a green energy revolution, the infrastructure that they're putting in place can only sustain a population of about maybe 1 billion. 500 million, that maybe makes 1 sense. billion. Okay. So totally that means that 85% of the world's population has to leave. Which I don't believe needs to happen. I think we could... I don't believe in all this mm-hmm. conspiracy about climate and resources and all this. I think it's a bunch of hoopla. Yeah. This was interesting right here. An attorney believes evidence will soon be released that confirms FBI in 2016 investigated Seth Rich's laptop, knew he supplied emails to WikiLeaks, and knew the Russian collusion was a lie. This goes back to the Twitter files, which we were talking about a little before. This is drip, drip, flood. That when this evidence is released and confirms that the FBI in 2016 knew that the steel dossier, the, the all the Pfizer warrants that they utilized to get through the steel dossier, that... that they, they had Wiener's laptop. They had Hillary Clinton's emails. They had the information on Seth Rich's laptop. Seth Rich was killed because of the information on this laptop. What was on the laptop? We might soon find out. And it's going to wow. basically take down the house. It's going to bring down the frigging house. I wonder so, how many people will be brought down from this when it's all, when it's all said and done. I don't know, but I'm hoping a lot. So... California is getting bombarded by massive storms. There's two more monster storms are in ready, uh, in, in route right now to California again. Now, when have you ever seen this many storms in California? We had a hurricane earlier this year in California, a tsunami or whatever it is. I, I, I lived there for, for six years. Yeah. Never had I ever seen weather like that in California. No, I lived there for 20 years and never... But yeah. what's happening? Is this weather manipulation or are we entering a new paradigm because we're coming into a solar maximum, entering a new paradigm of weather and this shifts El Nino, El Nino, right? I, I don't know. It could be both. It could be both. Definitely could be, be both. Or either. Uh, okay. We're running out of time here. Uh, public schools are start screening fully vaccinated athletes for heart problems. Did you hear about that one? Yes, I did. Yep, public schools across America have begun screening fully vaccinated students for health problems. Interesting. Uh, King Charles vows to abolish the Church of England. He says the new primary purpose is to dest- uh, the Church of England's primary purpose is to destroy itself, according to the new edict issued by King Charles. So what you're going to see is basically Nostradamus's prophecy come true. He just came out and said he's going to try to destroy the Church of England, which is Vatican extension. The Vatican's going to take him out. The Jesuits are going to take him out. They're going to remove him as king. And then they're going to replace him with who? Probably Ooh. someone, not William, probably Harry. I, huh. I'm telling you, it's a good possibility. We might talk about this one tomorrow. Archaeologists believe they have found the Temple of Poseidon in Greece, and it's underwater. Fascinating. It's buried underwater. So I'm interested in that because the Temple of Poseidon is directly related to, um, uh, to Atlantis. And we were talking about that last night. Uh, new UFO report shows hundreds more incidents than previously thought. More than 500 incidences are now being looked at by the U.S. government. 
And uh, this could be interesting. We're going to talk about that a lot more tomorrow as a point. Um, man, this, cool. this was a, this was a bombshell show. There's a lot of stuff that we discussed here. I know. And there's never enough time to cover it all. No, there's not. So uh, I'm going to go to finish up the battle of the streams. Just Jim donated another 111 gold pills. Paladrome Drim. Thank you so much, Jim. Uh, P kitty 79 donated one lemon step. The nowhere donated one lemon. JCMC 0007 donated one ice cream and two lemons. Thank you so much. P kitty 79 steps to nowhere. JCMC 0007. Georgia Vixen donated one lemon. Thank you so much. Georgia Vixen. Oak tree 69 politics sustains the parasites i agree rising patriot 1776 donated 100 gold pills thank you so much rising patriot mcdab gifted the phone prayers for john thank you so much mcdab holly rr donated one diamond welcome back holly rr expect to see you on some of the zoom calls on uh, the social red pill we hope to see you there vader 369 gifted some shades thank you so much for guys for all the donations we have a new outro video that we're playing for you today it has all of our affiliates linked up and kind of like all of our social stuff linked up so Please let, watch that and give us your thoughts on it. Vince worked really hard on it. Um, you can check that out. Uh, if you guys do want to support us in any way, redpills.tv, you can go subscribe there. Check out everything uh, that we have in the sense of affiliates. Getgoldtoday.com, MyPillow. You can go redpills.tv slash, or you can go to mypillow.com. Use that promo code RPP. Red, uh, my Patriot Supply, if you want to use them, redpills.tv slash Patriot. We also have Honey Colony, which the banners and information will be coming up for that. That's easy to get to you, redpills.tv slash Honey. You can check out all the products they have over there. Um, we got live Zooms going on tonight. Uh, I might be jumping in there in a little bit um, to say hello. And uh, depending on uh, how busy I get, I have a little bit of writing to do. I got to go put my kids to bed right now. But much love, respect, prayers to John Rader out there in the hospital. John, we love you, and we hope you are feeling much better and getting the treatment that you definitely need to get. Um, and everybody out there, much love, respect. God bless you guys. We'll be back tomorrow with more from the Red Pill Project. Good night. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.